This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There we go. What's up, guys? Welcome to the sesh. Today, I got a special guest. Mo, what's going on, man? What's going on, Josh? Where are you coming from, bro? Uh, coming from uh, Bronzeville, uh, and then stopped at the office real quick. And um, How was the drive? The drive is the drive. <laughs> uh, I've been doing that drive since 2010. Wow, dude. Because uh, when I first moved back to the Valley, uh, you know, my family is in Bronzeville, but I worked here in McAllen. So before, I actually lived in McAllen, and I would drive to Bronzeville to see my, my at the time, you know, girlfriend, now wife. Uh, but then uh, it's my family. And then I moved back over there, so then I had to drive back this way. So, <laughs> so I'm always driving. Yeah, I always see you hustling around, dude, hustling around town. And uh, that's one of the things I always admired about you, dude, is like... Uh, you're one of the first people that I saw on social media and we grew a relationship because we're kind of in the same industry, yeah. but we do different things, but our goal is to help people get customers, Correct. business owners. So I always noticed you and noticed what you're doing. I saw your tremendous growth. I was like, fuck man, this guy's Thanks, somebody man. to watch and somebody to put on my radar. So I've always kept in touch with you, man, along the years. Thanks man. And I think the same with you, because I, uh, <laughs> there's an old story that, uh, of the, the king of advertisement, <laughs> <laughs> which that's another, that's another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Man. So tell everybody what you do. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, you know, I own a digital marketing company. Uh, I am the f founder, partner, uh, owner of uh, Cobalt Digital Marketing, and we specialize with uh, SEO, search engine optimization, content creation, uh, data management. Uh, and I like to say that I, I'm more, uh, I'm more data driven. Mm -hmm. uh, and we do that to make sure that your business grows and gets leads and whatnot. Awesome. So one of the coolest things, well, I guess this is not cool because I was in, in Phoenix, Arizona. I went sorry, to... Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, sorry. Go, go for it. And me. I do make websites, even <laughs> though like my entire family thinks that that's all I do. <laughs> and I, I don't think I've touched the website in like maybe who knows how many years. But yes, we make websites too. But. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how people have one perception of he's like, this guy just does websites. Yeah, like, no, yeah I'm, the, I'm the website guy. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, but, but I'm not, that, that's not the, the goal. It's really more about data. Data, using the data to uh, help you grow your business. Awesome. Sorry. So when I went to Phoenix, Arizona a few months ago, I, I was at a conference about how to grow your business. And across the street was a, a beautiful fucking uh, plaza. Mm -hmm. And 95% of that plaza was empty. Mm. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, dude, yeah, 10 to 12 million businesses close every single year. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's tough, man. I think, you know, it's tough. Be How does it make me feel? I mean, yeah, sad, I guess, uh, you know, because I, I know the struggle and, um, the, you know, the work that's involved in just starting a business. So, you know, to close down, uh, I, I, I've been fortunate. I've, I've never had to close down. I mean, this is, I guess, 
you know, one of my many businesses, but like, I, I guess I did close down my first business and I guess we could talk about that too. But, but yeah, you know, I think, I think that it, it, it sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I saw that dude, I was like, man, it, it just, it kind of solidified what I was already thinking is like, because back when I used to work with triggers back in the day, our goal was to help a uh, hundred thousand businesses mm. and we were really aggressive, but it just didn't work. So yeah. along the way, I kind of, uh, I went my own path and then I started helping businesses out. But then a few years ago, it came to me again. I was like, I started getting lazy mm. and I was like, fuck, dude, there's so much more I can be doing with my time. And then that's when I became purpose driven. Yeah. It's like, I want to help a hundred thousand businesses because I found out that 10 to 12 million businesses close every single year. And I figured out a way to bring in customers for them. So yeah. I've been pushing that, pushing that like crazy. And I think it's a, coming from an educational and informational type of thing, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. It's like, why do businesses not use advertising or digital marketing? And we were talking about the educational aspect of mm -hmm. it. Can you kind of touch on that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, uh, understanding what it is we do. I'm glad that you started with that question because, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, sometimes people don't know what we do, you and me specifically, yeah. right? Like they just think, oh, they just, you know, do marketing or advertising or, or websites. Uh, so I think as, as a business owner, it's important and I think crucial that you understand and you educate yourself on the tools, the data, the customers. Like, you know, you have to have focus on something, right? And, and, and I'm gonna go back on you. I don't think you've ever been lazy, man. <laughs> don't <laughs> say you. that. Thank you, man. Uh, I think that, you know, and that kind of happened to me at one point where it's not that you get lazy, sometimes you just lose focus. Uh, and just realigning that focus on, on, on what you're trying to achieve on what is it that you want from your business, right? Uh, so yes, yeah, so I think education uh, is, is a big thing of, un, of being able to grow that business. I think the reason people close is because maybe they don't, they don't understand their, their client. They don't understand, you know, X amount of clients or leads equals to this many closes, equals to revenue, equals to profits, right? Yeah. Um, so, I, so I think that education is very important on, on digital marketing because there's, it's changing so fast, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, just in the past six months, it has changed more than it, I think, it changed since COVID. Yeah, and that, so, that has a lot to do with uh, AI, man. Correct. So correct. touch on that, dude, because we're going to have a good conversation about oh, this. Oh, AI. <laughs> Look, man, I used AI last night. So last night I was driving back and I was sending out some client reports. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I use it. So I think it has many uses. I think that uh, I'm very against using AI for copyright and, and then like creating, like just copy pasting, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, for example, I take all my analytic data, my insights, and, and I put them all in a document, and I put my thoughts, and then I use the bot to help me organize them in, in the way that I taught it to, right? Yeah. So, so you're training it. I train it to like to, to, to do the reporting, and, and certainly, yeah, sometimes it says words that I should, that, you know, you're like, Mo never says that. <laughs> uh, but but I, I think that AI has made everything more efficient, right? Like, and if you use it properly, you know, uh, you know, one thing, for example, that I, that I did is. Uh, um, when doing advertising, when doing ads, I'm sorry, Google ads or Facebook ads or whatnot, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I would come up with some, some headlines, some call to actions. Yeah. Um, whereas now I can be like, hey, give me 20. Mm -hmm. And then I get 20 and then I review them. I look at that. Okay, now let's, from these, let's, let's, let, let's use these 10 
and then rewrite them and make them a little bit better. So, so you, you are more efficient with time with the bots, uh, in my opinion. Um, and to touch on that, too, I, I feel like also it's, it's just not you're prompting this, this engine, mm -hmm. right? So it, there is a level of you have to know how to use it. For sure. Yeah. You can't just say, hey, give me 10 ads. You know, yeah. like you have to be precise on like what it is, how you want the tone, what's the objective, uh, what kind of messaging you want to you want it to. And then you just fine tune. Right. Um, so, so I, I, I mean, I, I think right now we're very in a gray area with bots because, you know, people want, you know, we got the writer strike that's going on because yeah. of AI, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it, it's so easy to just uh, come up with. Cre Okay, I want to touch on this. Did you hear about the Sarah Silverman thing? Yeah, I heard about okay. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I I think that's so like fine line that someone can just take your likeness without asking and create content. Yeah. Um. So it it, it can become very tricky. Um. But again, for me, I, I'm I'm right now currently I use it more to organize my thoughts, organize my data, yeah. uh, because I can just drop in a bunch of data uh, and it makes it easier, right? Uh, a quick example, right? Like one time I asked it, I was like, give me uh, 20 hashtags. But then it, it put them in a, and I'm like, no, give me 20 hashtags without commas, with one space. Yeah. And then you can copy paste, you know? Uh, so, so you do need it to, to train it and prompt it. Uh, but I, I think that we're only scratching the surface with AI, man. I think that- Yeah, absolutely, it, man. It's not, I mean, if you think about it, in three years, where we're gonna be with AI? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. One of the coolest things I did with the uh, chat GPT is I pulled in for one of my clients. They had like over 500 uh, reviews on Google. Okay. And I pulled them all into to, uh, to chat GPT and started. You can only put so many in there. Mm -hmm. Right. So then I asked it, what are the five top common things that all of these reviews say? And that became our advertising and marketing. There you go. So that's a hack for like people, for business yep. owners. So let's stay on that. What are some like give me three hacks that business owners can use today? that they can use for their business to advertise in markets? Oh, man. Just three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the top I, three off your head, man. I, I mean, I think it's coming up with the ideas that I, I've, I have found it helpful for business, right? I think that, like, you know, if, for example, let's, let's do with social media, right? Uh, I, I don't want it to create the post for me, but I, would, I could ask it to create a campaign for so here's an example that I used the other day. I think I was doing um, uh, for for a, a buddy of mine. He owns a restaurant, and uh, we, you know we we're kind of working together, and we were gonna give away some like a pizza party. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I you know I was there at the bar, and you know we were just you know it was after hours. I was kind of just coming up with ideas. So I was like, let me try the bot. So I told the bot, give me a one month campaign about uh, to, about this giveaway with this. This is the things that we're giving away. Here's the instructions of what they need to do. Uh, and give me uh, a post idea and like basically give me the whole campaign right it, and it did it yeah. so it every week one here's what you do here's the type of picture that you can use week two here's what you do here's the type of picture you can use and, yeah. and so on uh, and then I just took that and then I sat down with the owner and we kind of brainstormed it made it our own yeah scheduled everything that day so a one month campaign and contest was was created scheduled edited Graphics done, Damn. and I didn't have to worry about it. Well, how long did that take you? Maybe an hour. You know, maybe <laughs> that is the power. Yeah. Of so, so, so that time. that is how business owners can use it is by uh, if being using uh, like helping organize the thoughts of campaigns. Yeah. Uh, the second one is just uh, you know just proofreading and, and and just you know helping with you know thoughts on content. Right. Again, I am very against copying content from AI. I don't think you should do it. And in my opinion, Google's gonna 
penalize you. Like, uh, I mean, there's no proof of that, but uh, I think now with Microsoft doing the 30, the, the, I think it's $30 for their bot, they're yeah. going to start charging. Google has their own. Eventually, they're going to have come, they're going to make it to where if you have a copy pasted article, like they're going to penalize you on, on either on Microsoft yeah. or Google. That's what I think. Yeah, but I mean, you, you come from it, you're coming at it from a, an ethical type of, from, I guess uh, a viewpoint because you you've been in it for yeah. so long and this is your specialty so you can kind of see foresee that yeah I mean I see the I mean I I worked SEO since I was you know twenty one yeah. <laughs> you know I'm forty now uh, so so I think that you know on the SEO side I, that Google can get very tricky and, and try to you know. There's so many things that they do to try to limit people or creators, uh, you yeah. know, to, to keep them in line, and so they're not gaming the system and whatnot. Um, and I guess the th so that's for content. I mean, just organizing thoughts. So, for example, like you could do something like let's say uh, there's an article about uh, you know how to best promote your uh, your your burger, right? Uh, and you can ask it to summarize that article and then you get some idea then you maybe you can write your own your or own create name. different posts from that summary um, it's also really the third so, so that's the second content the third is just note-taking man that is probably where I use it the most so on my meetings like my staff meetings uh, client meetings I literally just put up my laptop and just start typing notes like just chicken scratch right yeah. uh, and then I take that and I tell, tell chat GPT hey some make this into a, a, a like a good note system or yeah. a good note. something legible. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, can yeah. Understand. And, and then it puts it, it gets it in categories. It puts summarizes it the way, and it takes my thoughts that I just kind of wrote all over the place, and then I can give that to my team, and they're able to execute whatever needs to be done. Yeah. So I think that those, I guess those, those would be my three things. And yeah, no, no, that's very smart, dude, because it's interesting to see how people are, are using it. Like I use it more as as uh, I'm I'm writing articles, right? So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pushing out content that would help business owners, but also at the end of the day, I'm using it for research, man. Like the yes. research aspect of it, dude. Like you have a humanities expert in your pocket. Yeah. At any time, you can call upon it and just have a conversation, and you can have an intellectual conversation. I think the that people really need to understand is that ChatGPT is about the prompts. Mm -hmm. So touch on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a prompts and, and, and just being able to sort through a lot of data very quickly, right? Uh, I mean, there's plugins for it too that now you can pull art, like you can actually give it a URL and it can read the article. Yeah, it's awesome. And then it can spit out whatever you asked for. Have it. you used Yabble yet? Yeah, no. What is that? Yabble creates customer insights off of anything, dude. It creates customer surveys, so you get to know your customer better Ooh, that you're targeting. No, I haven't used that. <laughs> it's awesome, man. <laughs> I use it for everything now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that just being able to understand the prompts and the queries that you're going to be, like what you're asking for and what is it that you want from the bot, uh, you know, it, 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 it's important. And I think that that's... That's gonna differ differentiate the people that just use it like for whatever, yeah. and the people that actually use it for its full potential. So, yeah. yeah. Do you do you feel like uh, AI is gonna replace a lot of jobs? I mean, I I think that that's just a natural thing of you know like whenever a new technology comes around, right? Like, you know, whenever something new comes and they're like, oh, that's gonna take all the jobs, you know? Like, uh, I mean, you look at like fast food and, and how, yeah, I don't know, the, the, and I bring that up because we were talking about how the robots are now can take your order yeah. and like, you know, eventually that's all going to be automated. You know, yeah. you're going to be able to go to McDonald's and order everything from your phone or from the screen. And then a machine's just spitting thing out because there's a process and then you get your order, um, you know, and now can a real human do that? Yeah. 
Is it more efficient for a bot to do it? Yeah. But then you still need humans to, to be making sure that, they, you know, there's process, there's QA, that, you know, that the meat is coming out right, that yeah. these things are, are happening. So I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. I mean, I, I think that that's, that's the big thing with this, with the writer's strike, right? Because I, I do feel that, you know, they wouldn't be doing that if those big companies didn't already have some thought that, yeah, maybe we can replace some of these jobs. Yeah. Because if, if, if that was not the case, then I think this, they would have been over. But, you know, when, when they're talking about generating, like, a copy of a person's, you know, performance and then having that and being able to recreate whatever you want from just a little yeah, five-minute clip, man. I mean, that's, yeah. It, so, so, yeah, I, I don't have an answer. I, I hope that it doesn't replace everyone. But I, I think that the way you move forward is by finding the ways that you can make the job efficient and still be able to have some, I mean, someone work that, that job. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, if, if someone can write a piece of content and I know for sure that it's like not detectable, by yeah. <laughs> like we, we think a human wrote it. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing, man, because I mean, they're already talking about like these big Hollywood movies that you'll mm -hmm. be able to just to be able to text to picture text. Well, to have video. you seen uh, uh, the Secret Invasion? No, I have not. So that the the the, the opening credit it was done by AI. Oh, was really? a big, it was a big issue. So it's actually like an animation, uh, and the company that did that that they've done other intros like i think they did a bunch of marvel ones and they've done some other disney ones uh, and this specific one because of the, the the content of the show which is uh, I, I don't know how how nerdy you are on marvel but not too much okay <laughs> well, well it's about these guys that they can they're like chameleons right and they could change appearance so the opening the opening uh scene or the, not the scene but the intro the uh -huh. intro uh it's very animated and it's kind of shifting into like for human to like this alien thing uh and that was all done via ai mm. obviously the company use like they still hired a company right. with people yeah. and the, those people use the ai because they wanted that feel and i and, and I, I think in a sense they almost wanted to people to know that it was done by ai because of the show uh but now people, there's a lot of backlash because like you see people yeah. are gonna start using it like why do you why do i need to hire a big production company if you can get someone to just recreate that that intro yeah and, uh, and you're right dude because that's very appealing to somebody like me because i no longer have to go out and film yeah like it literally text to video it becomes my ads and it, exactly. if they convert it doesn't matter I, I, so that i i get it like why it's super appealing and there's twice that i've i've gotten that like aha moment from from chat gpt this is the weirdest thing i got that dopamine hit so hard <laughs> i i typed it in and I, I got exactly what i wanted and i felt that dopamine hit i was like fuck dude this is strong I agree, man. Like it, it's it's dangerously strong, man. I mean, I, I think I did that happened. I'm trying to remember, like, but yeah, there was one time where I just had a, uh, I needed to write like a little script for for like a voiceover, and I, I said, hey, write me as you know, voiceover for this and this and this, and it did it, and I was like, whoa, yeah, like, dude, it's crazy. better than I could have written it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it's it's an interesting thing, man, because uh, it it is. I think the people that learn AI and implement it are gonna take over the jobs from the regular people that are. Yeah, are I think thinking I think that's it. where it's going, man. I mean, I think that this writer strike would not would have ended if there was not something in the works already to, to, yeah. figure out how to replace people. <laughs> you know, which is so bad to say and think about, but yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, how you grew your business, dude. Because I am in the same thing right now. Uh, I'm in growth mode, so I'm I'm removing myself from certain positions in my business mm -hmm. to be able to get 
other people on and manage that. So can you kind of coach me? Coach me how, how you do it. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I, that's, a, that's a tough question, huh? Uh, I mean, I, I guess... Just I, give me the three top things, man. <laughs> give me the secret. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's you know, experience. Uh, I mean, I've, have, I've been doing this since I was 20, man. I mean, my first business was uh, when I was, yeah, I was 21. Yeah. So uh, I'll give you, like, a brief on that. But, um, yeah, after I was in the military. I served uh, in the United States Navy for four years. While I was in the Navy, uh, uh, in, in uh, my last six months in the Navy, I was like, what, what am I going to do, right? Um, so I used to work on, on, on radar, uh, F-18 radars. Okay. Uh, I, I fixed all the, uh, the antenna, the radar exciter, the power supply, and the, the transmitter. Um, Can you still do that if you had it in front of you? So, I mean, yes and no. So, <laughs> so the way that it... You know what? I, I'm going to talk about this because this is probably the first time I talked about it in a Go long time. It, but basically, it's a huge machine. Like from that end, probably all the way to the end where oh, the damn, screen. dude. So that's the machine that tests all this equipment. Uh, it was called the CAS system. There was an old, older one called the RSTS system, and, and that one, um, I didn't use that one. I used a newer one. And basically, that you took the, the, the like the transmitter, right? And it was like like that big, and then you pop it in, and then you connect all these things, and it replicates the 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 the, the jet. Mm -hmm. And then it tells you what's wrong with it. My job, I, I wasn't like super deep level. So like basically they're all car, circuit cards. And then it tells you what circuit card's wrong. You take the circuit card out, then you kind of, you know, figure it out. You yeah. know, like, uh, uh, you know, and, and basically my training was a, an electrical engineer trained four-year course in two years. So, wow. I, so I went to school for two years in the Navy for that. Uh, so, so, so uh, can I do that again? Probably not, because I said, but, but, I, but yeah, I can, I can fix electronics, right? Like, I'm, I, I know my way around a circuit board. Um, so, so that was my plan. I was like, I'm going to stick to computers. I'm going to be IT. Uh, so my last, I, I started school in the military. I went to West Hills College for, uh, for IT. And uh, I just, I, fixing computers wasn't what I wanted it to do, man. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, man? I, this is not it. So, let me, uh, uh, so then a friend of mine told me about websites. That's, I think that's how it's stuck that I make websites, yeah. right? Uh, he's like, dude, you can make some Flash websites. You remember Flash? Yeah, dude. Micromedia Flash <laughs> or Adobe Flash eventually. Um, so, so that's how it started, man. And, and my, you know, right before I got out, I, I kind of came up with a plan. And, you know, I went, and I went downtown there in California and, and, and Lemoore, and I just started knocking on businesses. And my first client was a Mexicano uh, a brighter place in, the, <laughs> in, like, downtown of a nowhere city in, in California they pay me 500 bucks a month uh to make them a website uh and to just kind of help them market like online and that's where it all started and that's where it started and those 500 bucks when I got out uh, you know I kept the client for a while came back to Brownsville and uh, I opened up a little uh, business there in Alton Glore uh and uh, I was there for about two years so that, that's why I, I you know bring it back to the closing down I I had I you know I'm it was good for two years because nobody was doing websites or whatnot. But then I had to close down, you know, because uh, I think the technology wasn't, especially here in the Valley, people still, I mean, they're like, websites, why do I need a website? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, so because of that, that that's where, uh, you know, I, 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 I stopped it and uh, I went to Austin and that's where I kind of worked for a lot of startups over there. One in particular one was uh, a, a one that did SEO. And that's how I got into SEO, gotcha. uh, into like really like how do you do a search engine optimization? Uh, and I did that for a while. 
uh, and then when I moved back to McAllen in 2010, uh, you know, uh, that's when I kind of started just doing it down here, and I started Cobalt uh, seven years ago. Wow. So I gave you all that context because I think if I didn't go through all that, I, this Cobalt would not be where it's at right now. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. The foundational skills. Yeah, right? you know, I learned, I made a lot of errors in the beginning, and I think that's fine for, for business owners, entrepreneurs. I think you need to understand and go through those events, those uh, whether it's uh, you know accounting or you know customer relationships or you know employees. How do I handling employees? All these things that you know. I think you and I now are like okay, but when we first start, we don't know. Yeah, because you wear a lot of hats as an entrepreneur. Exactly right. Um, so so with Cobalt, I think it's been a good journey where where uh, you know. We just stick to what we know, you know, and, and we're talking off before we started, but about how I'm kind of going back to what I actually do, which is SEO and, and yeah. digital marketing at, at, as, a, as a whole, right? Yeah. Uh, you, know, when it, when, you know, if you try to venture into, oh, here's the new AI thing, right? Let me go yeah. sell that or, or social media. Now we got threads. Let me go try to get, yeah. like, it, I think that's just setting yourself up for failure. If you, like, stick to what you know, you know, do it well you know and, and do it consistently you know and, and i think if you do those things there's your three things yeah <laughs> uh you can you can uh you can grow you know and, and when you try to like spread yourself to thin uh i think that's when you set up for failure um and i think the, the, the one biggest thing that i've learned is, is learning how to say no man i think that's the hardest for, for you and yeah. me right uh you know yeah i want to help everybody i want right. to do everything but the moment you tell someone like i am gonna help you with xyz and because maybe, maybe there's not like like it's a friend or maybe it's someone that you're just trying to help and the money's not there or whatever x reason and then you don't complete that or you don't you know then you look bad and that's how it starts trickling back down because you start getting caught up i think i had a hard time with that yeah. I, and i think that you know anybody that's seen this and i work with you know i, I do think that Sometimes I, you know, I try to do too much. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think you just set yourself up for failure there, man. Um, and you're right, dude, because uh, what, it, what it's known as is shiny object syndrome. Since we think we've had successes in the past, we think yeah. we can possibly do good in every single thing. But that's not the, the, the thing, dude. It's like you literally have to focus on one thing, exactly. get fucking good at it, and then just stay your damn course, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. It's and then things will come, you know, and and I think that you know, it, it, you know, and also I, I never try to sell. I know that sounds so counterintuitive, but you know, I do think that in our business, it's easy to sell the dream. Yeah, like hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you everything, uh, and I try not to do that because you know, uh, you never know. You so know? how do you how do you you set expectations? Like when you talk to a client, how mm -hmm. how are those expectations met? Like yeah, so so I, I think with us, it's it just because. Uh, you know, so so what we sell is we sell the cobalt formula, right? Uh, our trademark. And I've always loved that, dude. It's like you have something that. Like, <laughs> yeah, what it the is, hell is that? It, is, it, is it actually, just works. <laughs> it, is, it is actually trademarked. Uh, uh, so so uh, the cobalt formula is basically a process. It, it, you know, people say it's a package, or it, it, you know, but it, at the end of the day, it's a process based on your goals and your budget, right? So and and that process involves any tech, any technology available at our disposal. So for example, if, if you're a small business and you don't have the budget to do Google ads and Facebook ads, well, at least let's start you with Google My Business. Mm -hmm. Let's get you a, like a, a, you know, a what you see, what you get a website. Uh, maybe not a WordPress because you're, you're not there yet, but you can start, you need something. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's get you your social media set up and let's just post you know, at least once a week you know, yeah. something. Because then, you know, I, I hate going to Facebook uh, profile, business profiles, and they haven't posted in like 
months, years, yeah. you know, you know, weeks. Okay, fine. You, you got busy, but you know, try to have that consistency. Uh, you know, so that, so that's one aspect, you know, whereas another business might have a big budget and they want to do it all. So now how do we use all these tools and, uh, and, uh, technologies and platforms to get you to your goals? So that's what it is. You know, like, that's what I, that's what I sell. Like I sell you like a plan, a strategy, uh, uh, a process. Yeah. Uh, I'm not selling you posts or content or SEO, right? Uh, SEO is part of the formula and I'm going to, you know, give you SEO based on what I think is best for you. Um, and that's how I, I, I say, you know, this is, you know, you're, you're buying my expertise. You're buying what I'm telling you. I think it's going to work. Yeah. And I think sometimes clients, uh, that don't understand that we we're talking about that. If you don't understand that, if you're not educated on how SEO or what it, you know, some, some people yeah. don't even know what SEO is, yeah. you know? Uh, Cause th you're right, dude. Cause I have some people that, that come to me as like, I want SEO. I was like, do you know what it is? I have no idea, <laughs> but I, I want to be on the number one yeah. space. I was like, okay, well it goes a little bit deeper than yeah. that. <laughs> well, even that, even that, that right there, that comment, I get a lot. Uh, and I mean, you're talking about, you know, there's some, some clients that I've had that, you know, they've had their domain for like 15 years and they're number one. And then you buy a new domain and you expect to be number one. Yeah. That means you have to go, like, you have to catch up to 15 years of someone that has optimized, has put content, someone like you, yeah. you have so much content out there. Yeah. You Google my name, I'm everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> if I wanted to like catch up to you on content, yeah. it's going to take a lot of work and time, right? Yeah. It's the same in SEO. Like, it's just that you don't see the, the, the work on SEO because it's a lot of link building, a lot of just a lot of back end, a lot of back end yeah. stuff, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, you're out there in different profiles, your, your address is correct. All these things that, you know, just need to be aligned so that Google can see, okay, well, this is a legit business and it's talking about X, Y, Z. So let's show it to the user because the user wants this, this person, this business um so yeah so so that's 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 basically what the cobalt formula is is finding a way to use whatever is available now it's bound to ai so yes i implement ai into my process but that doesn't mean i'm selling you ai right, right? it yeah. doesn't mean that you know i'm selling you a bot you know it, it just means that i'm gonna find the best way to use these technologies to better your your uh, business growth, your business your, your, your digital yeah. profile so yeah, yeah. yeah and i think that's one of the important things that people need to understand is like our goal is to be able to make their business stand out in mm -hmm. front of everybody with the best quality, the best content, the best type, best everything for their digital image. Correct. So we're giving them a digital image makeover. And also at the same time, we're managing their reputation online. Yes. Can you kind of touch on that? Because I think this is something that a lot of business owners don't know. Like if you're going out there and you're posting yourself on social media, somebody's going to say something, somebody's going to say something bad at some point. And our job is to be able to figure that out yep. and keep their image clean. Because please touch on it. No, no, yeah, correct. No, uh, you, you got me thinking. I actually got a call this morning from somebody else that there was a post on uh, one of my personal things about a company, and somebody commented, and I answered. I'm like, hey, you know, and then uh, I didn't respond back to like address, even though I did address the issue, yeah. like in person, but because I didn't do it online, yeah. it looks bad. <laughs> Um, and it, you know, it just takes that one person, yeah. just that one person to say that, and then they're going to tell their friends and they're like, Hey, you, you know, this, this company's bad or this guy's bad, whatever. Uh, so I, I do think that's very important. Like, you know, understanding where, you know, you know, being on the lookout of, of things like that, yeah. you know, because 
even though it's just that one person and, and it happens a lot and and you know with social media and right? it's also worse for the business owner because they see it and they they get hurt by it it's like whoa, yes. whoa what's going on here dude so their brain starts thinking 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 our job is like whoa let's just mitigate let's figure it out yeah take it off and just, just go fix the problem yes but they stay with that yep and uh um, so, so yeah no and, and i think that reputation uh well reviews man has become so when SEO started, like, yes, it was all about who's number one, yeah. right? Like, this is 20 years ago, right? 15 years ago. Um, you know, there was, it was different to optimize then and whatnot. Then you got Google creating ads, and you, then you got them creating, like, different, you know, the, the map listing. So the organics started kind of going down. So then I, over the years, people have, you know, people go to reviews. They want to, they, they don't Google like if I need, uh, you know, sunglasses, right? Like they're gonna look for sunglass spot, but then they're gonna find the, the and then they're gonna Google that company mm -hmm. and see what other people are saying. So, so I do think that every aspect of the digital is that world, the process that you've been seeing lately? Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, so so people now, now, you know, now it's even different, right? Now people check the name, they check reviews, they check your social. Yeah. You know, I've had someone tell me like, oh, I I, I googled you, you know, like, uh, <laughs> you know, right before I came to a meeting. Uh, so you want to make sure all that's kind of, you know, uh, nice and tidy. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's very important that you have somebody watching that if you don't have the time to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're absolutely right, dude, because one thing that slips through the cracks can literally have a devastating effect. Just trickle down, trickle down, trickle mm -hmm. down. Uh, let's touch on uh, AI again, dude, because that's, that's fascinating to me, man. Where do you see this happening in three years? Like what's, what's happening here specifically in the Rio Grande Valley? Like where do you see AI touching us in the next three to five years? That's such a loaded question, uh, but I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna keep it to my industry, right, or our industry. Uh, I think for for AI for our industry, uh, you know, again, it could be beneficial or not. But I envision like a, like an application. So like here's a, a user that's that's pretty tech friendly, and and I think that's where it's also gonna balance, right? The tech friendly people and the not so tech friendly. Uh, but like someone that's tech friendly and they they have a business, they they go, they, you know, here's this website to make your own website. Now the AI can make the website. Yeah. So you literally tell it, well, here are my colors, here's my logo, here's what I want selling, and then I want it, I want four pages, and here's like, again, back to what you were saying, it's the prompts. You still need to do that. Yeah. Like it's not just gonna automatically appear. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, so so that now you got the website, but now you can tell the AI, okay. Now share my website, and the AI is going to be able to just log into your Facebook, into your social, create a post from your own words or from whatever you tell it, um, and, and then say, well, do something similar every day for the next two months. Yeah. So I, I think that's where it's going, where it's, you can automate everything. Now, you still need manpower yeah. to, to automate all that. You know, and I think that's where, where I see myself like, you know, people are, I mean, well, do you see some of your staff changing roles, or are yes, you going correct. to be hiring different people for? Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, and and roles have changed over the years. You know, I, you know, I used to hire a lot of. If you go back all the way, like when I worked at some startups, you know, computer science people. Like now, computer science people. I mean, I haven't hired a computer science student in a long time, uh, and then I kind of switched over to a, a, a kind of like PR and a communications majors mm -hmm. so i started hiring some of them um and now you know because there are some programs like at utrgv and obviously at all the, the bigger colleges like social media and digital market there's actual yeah. marketing like classes for that now i can take marketing because before i wouldn't take marketing students because they wouldn't they were yeah. like you know, old school like they wouldn't yeah. train them but but over the years you know uh, i think that you know 
the, the students that are coming out are more versed and eventually like they're, you know, they're going to know AI. And, and so, so I guess to answer your question is like, yes, I think the roles are going to change. I think that you're going to just need competent people that understand the technologies and are able to, you know, the, the, the skill sets are going to be different, man. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I don't know how the schools are going <laughs> to adapt to that. Uh, that if a hundred percent, I can guarantee. I don't, I don't know how they're going to adapt to that uh, because how do you teach that? Yeah. You know, like, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, dude. Uh, I want to talk about skills. So I, I feel like sales is one of the top skills that uh, any entrepreneur needs to have. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the top three skills that you think uh, any entrepreneur needs to have? Communication skills. Uh, I think being able to communicate is the number one priority, right? Like with, with clients, with people that you work with, with your tasks, with, um, you know, communicating the what you're trying to achieve, you know, and, and being able to execute it is important. Uh, you know, uh, writing, I mean, I guess that goes back to communicating, but just being able to write, you know, because yeah. the AI is gonna write a lot of stuff for you, are you able to take that and make it your own? You know, are you able to create a story from data that we're giving, you know? Um, and, and I think that, uh, you know, the creative skill, right? Like, are you able to be creative and, and you know, I'm not a creative guy. I don't think I am. Like, I, as far what I mean by that in the graphic sense, right? Like, like I, I can look at a website and I can tell you what I need done. But to me, physically, to to company do that, uh, that's not that's not. And I've never been that, right? Which again makes me laugh whenever people say you make websites. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because you know, I, I think it takes a creative, a special creative eye to look at something and be like, you know, you know, like like come up with a logo with a pizza and uh, sunglasses and a phone and use red white and green yeah. like to, and then you have to come up with something right I'm more uh, my skill is more like I look at that result and I can see if that's going to resonate with the customer that we're trying to get I got you uh, whereas creating that is so so I do think being a creative is important uh, you know coming you know to come to work for digital marketing because that's how you could get started and and uh, posting or social media posts or ads or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I guess those are the communication, uh, verbal skills, uh, writing skills, and creative skills. Let's talk about the sales process. So my sales process is pretty simple. When I get a lead in, I try to get them off uh, and get their phone number, and I jump on the phone with them. I tell them everything that I can offer: offer awareness, engagement, leads directly in your inbox, and I guarantee it. So the guarantee has been helping me close more deals than I ever have before, dude. And it's an interesting thing because if I hadn't done this for so long, I would have never got to that point where I'm comfortable with saying that. But now I know that I can guarantee results. So the close rate has been been phenomenal for me, dude. Uh, what is your sales process like specifically, dude? Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna we're I, gonna give it to everybody, gonna, bro. No, no, we're gonna agree to disagree here. Okay. What you just said is totally not what I do. Okay. I don't. Can we cuss in here? Absolutely, bro. <laughs> I don't guarantee shit. I guarantee the only thing I guarantee you is that I'm gonna work hard. That's it. Um, I don't guarantee leads. I don't guarantee results. I know that's counterintuitive, but um, because you're, at least in my, you know, and I think it's a little different because I think with me is I am at the mercy of Google, you yeah. know. I am at the mercy. If tomorrow. It's Google, a longer process. Correct. And, and you don't have no control. I mean, if tomorrow Google decides to cha completely change the algorithm, you know, and I guaranteed you that you're going to be number one, yeah. I'm screwed. I yeah. just set myself up for failure. Uh, so I've learned over the years not to guarantee anything on, on what I do. So like, like I said, I, don't, I try not to sell. Uh, what I do is I tell you what I know and what I got, 
you know, and it's up to you to make that decision if you want to come work with me or not. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a different approach, right? Um, you know, and I do work with a lot of attorneys, right? And, and I think with attorneys, you know, they're results living. So yeah. you're going to say, well, how are you selling leads? Well, you know, because I show, you know, here's what I've done, you know. Um, I like to think about it as, you know, and someone told me this one time, uh, one of my old CEOs, but, you know, I like to think of myself like, you know, I have a lottery ticket here, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm here and I want to give you this lottery ticket, you know, but, you know, do you, just because I say that this is a winning lottery ticket doesn't, like, you don't know if it is or not. Right, yeah. You know, you have to trust me. And, and then I give it to you, and then we both win, right? Uh, and, and I think that's how I try to say, right? Like, I have, I have this experience, and I have this business, and, you know, this reputation of what I've been, you know, over the years accumulated. And I think that I'm going to be a, I can help your business. I, yeah. I think that... You're only I, beneficial to it. Correct. Um, but at the end of the day, it's up to you to, to, to kind of, you know, make that choice, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think with SEO, it's also different because... Um, it works both ways, right? Like, like if I don't communicate with the client, uh, uh, it's not going to work, you know? And, and I think with, you know, understanding what the goals are of the client and what they want and, and, and you know, being able to show them, okay, well, hey, this month we had a bad month. Mm-hmm. Well, why? Well, because X, Y, Z. Yeah. Oh, well, it's because it, then you start kind of sewing in. And, I, and that's going to go back to what, that's why I kind of gave you that context of what I did in the military. You know, I was a troubleshooter, yeah. you know, and, and I got a troubleshoot. Uh, so if there's a, like, if there's something negative that happened, we need to find out why so that we know what to do next and it doesn't happen again. Yeah, so you're always optimizing. Correct. Yeah. So, so, so I think that that's, that's my sales approach. It's more, uh, I look at a, a person, like obviously if, you know, if I'm cold calling or if it's an inbound lead, you know, I look at what that business is and if I can help them. Yeah. And if I can, then we try it. Now, there's been times where, look, I, again, it's hard for me to say no, and, and uh, I just want to help, and I want to work with a business, and, you know, and, and yeah, they want leads and leads, and uh, and they didn't understand the process, and um, it didn't work because, yeah. you know, it, it just, they didn't understand how this process works, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, yes, you can go and buy leads anywhere. I mean, I'm yeah. honestly, like, you can. Like, there are other companies and services that, you know, you can buy they, they leads, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so, so I think with with my approach is more metho- uh, metho- uh, can't methodical. Even yeah, it, it's just more methodical. Like it's just like there's like we need to make sure that we're using the platforms for what you need them for, uh, and having consistency and have systems and processes in check. Uh, and and I think that's where I, that's what I've been trying to build over the past seven years with Cobalt. Yeah, and I think one of the most important things is the consistency part because a lot of business owners get busy and they they they're doing something. They're focusing on their business, mm-hmm. but our goal as digital marketers is to be able to create the consistent content going out all the time. And I think that alone is value based. Yeah. Like if you if you're looking at it from a point where it's saving now the business owner that can take away all that time now that we were posting and pushing the content and creating the content mm-hmm. and scheduling and stuff like this. It's giving them their time back to make more money. Correct. And I think that's one of the most important things is, is the objections that from business owners. What are the most common objections that you get? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Man, <clears throat> I guess, um, well, yeah, I mean, we all want results quick, man. I mean, I think that's just, you know, if I'm a business, if I didn't have COBOL and I was running, you know, a retail business, right, for example, uh, you want to sell your, 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 your product, as right? As fast as possible. Uh, as fast as possible to get that cash flow and, and whatnot. Um, and I think on, on those type of cases, I mean, I learned myself, like, I, like my product, my service is not good for retail. Yeah. And I'll say that out loud now, <laughs> uh, even though I have some of those. But, but you're uh, absolutely right, dude, because it took me forever to figure out, like, these are the businesses that I can serve. Correct. And these just don't work. They, yeah, it doesn't work because, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, having a store, you have to know how to manage it. You know, you have certain clientele that you need to, you know, keep happy and certain things. And, and with, with my approach, it's more of like, you know, uh, I'm finding people to just get interested in your business, yeah. right? Uh, so, so I think, and you know, that's one of the things that people or clients want, right? Leads right away. They want to rank right away. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so, so, so I, I think it, it just depends on what type of business you are, and if what I'm gonna do is gonna help you. And and I, and I do think that as a business owner, you need to ask yourself that question too, right? Like, what is it that I want? from working with me, right? Or yeah. working with you. Like, do I want him to just show me off and show my brand new? Do I want him to, to make me sales? Okay, well, let, like, let me look at how, what he's done in other, you know, like, have you brought sales? Have you increased reach or whatever? Uh, so, so I think, I, I think it just depends, man. Uh, it's hard to uh, generalize all those because uh, it, it, you have too many variables yeah. that- Let's unpack that a little bit okay. more then, man, because uh, the one of the things that I found the most intriguing is is our goal is to be able to bring the lead in, but that our, our, we're facilitating the lead to the, to the client. So once it gets there, the client is on the hook now to close it. I, I feel so. I because believe so too. I, I, <laughs> I feel like they are the ones that know so much about their business more than anyone else. Correct. They're going to sell it the best. So when I have those conversations with business owners, like I'm here to facilitate the lead. I get them interested in your product. I bring them in the door. Your job is to close them. That's the expectation that I set with them every single time. And most of them are fine with it. But then also it goes back to they're busy. Yeah. Well, well but also that conversation, I'm glad you're saying that because, yeah, I mean, I think that conversation needs to happen before you even sign a contract or anything, right? Yeah. Like understanding that is your intake process, you know, I'm, I'm gonna kind of switch it to with the attorneys, right? With attorneys is very, and I worked with attorneys, you know, for years. I mean, I, that's, like I said, when I went to Austin, that's where I kind of learned SEO yeah. and I loved it and fell in love with it. And since then, like, I think my expertise is uh, law, lawyer marketing and SEO, right? Yeah. So anyway, so, so yeah, I could, I could give a lawyer a bunch of leads, but then, what do you do with those leads? What's your intake process there? Like, do you have a system to have someone of your staff call them back to get the info to find out if it's a real case or not? And then do you give me that info? Because if, if let's say you do immigration, uh, but I'm, I just gave you a bunch of DWI cases, but you don't tell me yeah. because you, you, you told me you wanted some crim like you wanted everything. Yeah. But now you're getting all these calls and I'm recording the calls and I'm listening that you're turning people away. And then you're telling me that I didn't do my job. Like, yeah. that's different. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's where I, that disconnect happens. So I think having the conversation before of how your intake process is, is yes, it, it, it's only going to help both of you, you know, both of us. Um, so, so, yeah, I think it is up to the business to close their leads. Uh, you know, you are, we are tools for them to get the leads, but then also 
how do, how is your your in, and now if you don't have one, I want to help you yeah. create that. But it's not I cannot do that for you. Yeah, does because sense? yeah, they're they're different things, man. Yeah. Like if we're selling for them while bringing them in the leads, like shit, we're giving them a golden ticket. Correct. We can. We definitely can. We can sell them on the products, mm-hmm. but then that deserves a higher price and a higher income. And I think I think the thing that people uh, don't understand is that the sales and the marketing are two complete different things. There's yeah. a lot of hands and different things that make the business flow. Well, that golden ticket thing that you just said, I think that's kind of what I was trying to say with, with my winning lotto thing. Like, at the end of the day, it still doesn't matter if I have this, the winning ticket. Like, if you don't know what to do with that winning ticket, yeah. then what's the point? Yeah. If you got just, oh, I won, but you don't know how much, like, or where to cash it in, or what to do with the money that you just cashed in, you're just going to waste it and blow it. Yeah. So I think that that was try- what I was trying to do with my analogy, right? Like, when working with me, it's like, I, I give you, here's what I got, and here's what I do. Um, how can we use it to better, you know, help you and, and to, you know, make you grow? Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, shit, man. I appreciate your time coming on the podcast. Dude, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you, man, and use your services. Uh, yeah, you can... Go to Cobalt Digital Marketing. Uh, just Google us. Uh, Cobalt.digital is, our, 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 I guess, our main site. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, anywhere on social media, Mauricio Pina, I guess they can find me. So Awesome, man. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next session. Peace.